for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, it's good to be with you today as we living life together. I pray that you are blessed and that God is working in your life in a very encouraging way. I thank God that he is still continuing in my life on my journey. I'm John Smizer and it's a joy to be with you today. Uh, I'm here in Southern California and it's a wonderful day in California. I pray that uh, every day where you're at, God is blessing you. Now, I, I'm challenged these days because of all of the um, understanding that people who are in the front of everybody, when they're leadership, they're questioned a lot. Their lives are under a microscope. It's part of what James talked about, that if you desire to be a Teacher, that's a good thing, but realizing that you're going to incur greater judgment. And today there's a lot of folks that are in political positions, uh, bosses at work, wherever. They're always under the microscope and they're always being questioned about how their lives are being lived. And the question is for any pastor is that do we practice what we preach? In these days, so often, people may say one thing and act a total different way. Sometimes in this pandemic, it's been, oh, everybody must wear their mask. And then there'll be a picture or a clip of film that shows that politician without their mask on in a gathering. I pray as we look into God's Word today, and as we hear it read, that we would learn to live the life God intended for us. Luke chapter 11, verses 37 through 54. When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him to eat with him. So he went in and reclined at the table. But the Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not first wash before the meal. Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees, clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You foolish people, did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? But now, as for what is inside you, be generous to the poor and everything will be clean for you. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you give God a tenth of your mint, rue, and all other kinds of garden herbs, but you neglect justice and the love of God. You should have practiced the latter without leaving the former undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you love the most important seats in the synagogues and respectful greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, because you are like unmarked graves, which people walk over without knowing it. One of the experts in the law answered him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us also. Jesus replied, And you experts in the law, woe to you because you 
load people down with burdens they can hardly carry, and you yourself will not lift one finger to help them. Woe to you because you build tombs for the prophets, and it was your ancestors who killed them. So you testify that you approve of what your ancestors did. They killed the prophets, and you build their tombs. Because of this, God in his wisdom said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and others they will persecute. Therefore, this generation will be held responsible for the blood of all the prophets that has been shed since the beginning of the world. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the sanctuary, yes, I tell you, this generation will be held responsible for it all. Woe to you experts in the law, because you have taken away the key to knowledge. You yourselves have not entered, and you have hindered those who were entering. When Jesus went outside, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to oppose him fiercely and to besiege him with questions, waiting to catch him in something he might say. As you heard it read, this portion in Luke chapter 11 really is a challenging section because Jesus has been invited by a, a Pharisee to come into his home and, and eat. Now, with the Pharisees, you're aware that there are many regulations. And so uh, Jesus had finished his speaking, and it says, and a Pharisee invited him to eat with him. So he, Jesus, went in and reclined at the table. It was at the dinner table. But the Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not wash first wash his hands before the meal. Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. Now you see, the Pharisee had certain regulations that they lived by, that they felt were very important. But at points along the way, they did not follow uh, in their own life doing the things that God would want them to do. I know that on the freeway today as I was driving over here, I, I was looking at the way people were driving and I just couldn't understand why did they drive so chaotically. They, they turned left right in front of people or, or got in the right-hand lane and went very fast up against people. And I just wondered, what are they doing? And a little further down the freeway, I noticed that myself, I had cut into the left, and I was going to the right. And, and there were things that I was judging that I was dealing with myself, that there were areas of my life that I couldn't believe that someone else would do that, and as I really examined my life, I was doing the same thing. You know, it's that old proverb of uh, the pot calling the kettle black. The whole idea of the same thing that I do, I see in another. Jesus in the parable, or on the Sermon on the Mount, spoke about the uh, speck of dust in your brother's eye that you try to clear out, you know, the thing that's wrong with him and you want to clean it out. But here you've got a plank in your own eye. And here in this Pharisee's life, he was judging Christ, that he wasn't dealing with the man-made rules 
that he wasn't following the pharisaical way of dealing with washing before you eat. And Jesus confronted him with the issues that in his heart there were issues that needed more important addressing to clean up in his life. Now, it wasn't just the Pharisees, because these were people who were trying or appearing to do what was good in the eyes of God to, before the people, but there were also the uh, teachers of the law, those who were in charge of areas of life. And it was in this section that Jesus really addresses them. You know, the first three things, he speaks to the Pharisees, and then the next three, he speaks to those who are the teachers of the law. As we hear the verb, or the, the way of saying, practice what you preach, we need to do that. If we're going to be a witness for Christ, as Acts 1.8 says, that you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. If we're going to be his witnesses, we need to clean up the inside of our lives. Now, where, where he looks at these other things, uh, he speaks to this Pharisee first, and he says, but now as far as what is inside of you, be generous to the poor, and everything in everything uh, will be clean for you. You know, how do we, how do we, consider those people that are less fortunate than ourselves, those who maybe are uh, in material ways. Can we help them? Or are those people who may not understand scriptures the way we do or we think we do, can we help them? Or will we judge them? Well, Christ goes on to address these people and he gives these six woes. First woe is to the Pharisee, and, and, and it says, because you give God a tenth, and he goes on, and then it says, but you neglect justice and the love of God. The idea of doing right by other people and loving God, that's what's really important. Then the woe to the Pharisee also is, woe to you because you love the most important seats, you want to appear good. You want to be in front of people. But do you really respect the people in the marketplace? Do you really care for them? And then the third woe, woe to you because you are like unmarked graves which people walk over without knowing it. <laughs> Here it's the area of life that we may speak about today, but we're going to be gone one day. And are people even going to remember the message we shared? Will people's lives be affected in a good way for the Lord? In a way that they will remember that John encouraged us to love the Lord. And he evidenced it. That's a desire in my heart. That we truly are remembered because of what way we followed the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you today. Today, so often, you're, you and I are both going to be challenged because unknowingly, people are going to be watching us. People are going to be examining our lives. That part of being a witness for Christ in, in ways of Acts 1-8, it's not whether we should be, 
No, we, we will be a witness. It, it, it's not in could we. No, we are going to be a witness. Now the issue is, what kind of witness will I be? What kind of witness will you be? And our desire is to truly exemplify, show, give evidence of the grace of God in our lives. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, today as we come into this world, as we go about our business, as we have been at uh, in, the, in the world, Lord, our desire has been to be a Christian, a follower of Christ, little Christs, wherever we go, whatever we say, however we speak to others. May it be with a, a, a bit of grace, a bit of mercy that you have shown us. May we be willing, as the Lord's prayer you gave to us, is forgive others as we are forgiven. Father, I pray that in this day, you would be honored by our lives and we would be those people who practice what we preach. Thank you for being the one who guides us in every way. Thank you for being the one we can look to for strength. Father, bless us this day in your precious name. Amen. Single soul,